Welcome to The Good Good Life with Jan Jones. Together, we will journey through self-discovery and fulfillment in life. Here's your host, Jan Jones. Hello, everyone, and welcome, 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 welcome to The Good Good Life. I am your host, Jan Jones, and I am so happy that you are with me. I am smiling from ear to ear if you cannot hear it through uh, your podcast platform. You know, um, now I'm, you know, if you listen regularly, I'm always thinking of a song. And when I said I was smiling from ear to ear, I'm thinking of that song, You're Never Fully Dressed Without a Smile. All right. That was very impromptu, but you do make me smile. And I do believe the words to that song. You're never fully dressed without a smile. So hopefully that made you smile. I just cracked myself up over here today. Before we say what I love to say, you know what it is. So just get ready to scream it or think it out loud. But I want to tell you what we're talking about today. We are talking about some fuel for life. You know, sometimes we just need to refuel. We start getting a little empty, right? Our tank runs a little low. Our our light is on in our system saying low fuel. We only have so many more miles we can go. So I thought that we would talk a little bit about passion and positivity and how that fuels our power for life. So, if you're with me, say it, think it, scream it. I am awake, alert, alive, enthusiastic. Because I am whenever I get to spend time with you. Now, let's all just loosen our shoulders. It may have been a stressful day. Maybe it's been some stress since the last time you listened to The Good Good Life. And I just want you to take a deep breath in. And as you are breathing in, I want you to think, I am warm. And as you're breathing out, I want you to think, I am calm. These are like quick, deep breathing exercises that you can use in any given moment. So breathe in and think, I am warm. And now out. I am calm. I want you to do that as many times as you need to. Maybe you need to do that throughout this whole show. And guess what? That is okay. I also want you to repeat this after me. And I want you to live this every single day. I will see the light in others and I will be the light for others. I will see the light in others and I will be the light for others. Because if we can see the good in this good, good life, but the good in other people. And I know sometimes we got, we got to search hard, right? <laughs> but everyone needs for us to see their light, but we also need to be that light. Maybe we need to shine our light on them so that they can see their own light and then, you know, pass that forward. So, All that being said, let's get into this passion and positivity and power and purpose, all those P words that I like to say. Um, I want us to really make a connection between passion and action, right? Because we may have a lot of passion for different things, which... I want you to think about that. You know, if you're listening to my show, I've got questions. I have so many questions for you all. But they're questions for you to answer, for you to have some reflection on. Because I am a firm believer that we don't really take enough time to reflect because life is so crazy busy. It's just insane. I had this conversation this week with someone about the pace of life. 
It is, I don't know how it can get faster, but somehow it seems to get faster. So hopefully you listen to my show or other shows and you take this time for you so that you can reflect. So here's my question. I didn't forget. I promise I'm going to land this plane. Um, What are you passionate about? What are you passionate about? What keeps you up at night smiling when you think about it? And let me just touch on passion. And, you know, some of the things I'm going to talk about today, I've probably said before in other shows, but I am also a firm believer that we cannot hear good things enough. We need to keep, you know, information and skills and and just thought processes. We need to keep it in front of us so that we can continue to practice it. Um, So passion is really about being excited about something and doing whatever it takes to invest in that passion that you have. I mean, whatever it takes, even to the point of inconvenience, right? If you're passionate about something, then there is no mountain too high or no valley too deep. There ain't no mountain high enough. Okay, I am full of songs today. Uh, Sorry, y'all know I digress into music, but I love music. Okay, so passion to the point of inconvenience. You would go over that mountain. You would cross through that valley because you're passionate about it. And I am rattling on because I want you to think about it. You know, for me personally, um, I'm very passionate about my faith. I'm very passionate about my marriage and my family. I'm super passionate about animals. I love animals. I just, goodness, I want, I want to help them all. I can't even imagine all the little animals that need our help, but. You know, what are you passionate about? I'm very passionate about this podcast and I'm passionate about helping other people reach their potential. You know, I'm very passionate about advocating for um, organ donation. You all know, or you may not know, but I'm a double organ transplant recipient. So what are you passionate about? Maybe it is family and friends, or maybe there's a sport that you're just really passionate about, Um, a charity. You know, I want you to just think about what you're passionate about, because it takes a lot of energy to be devoted to those areas that you're thinking about, right? I mean, passion really is about energy. And this love is about passion. And we know there are so many kinds, different kinds of love, but this passion that requires a lot of energy to have the commitment and devotion that we have for those areas, that also fills us with energy. And when we can find passion for the things that we do, then we begin to gain momentum. In other words, we take the action and we move forward in these areas. You know, we've we've got to close that gap between intention and action. You may sit there and smile when you think so much about the things that are running through your mind right now about what you're passionate about. But what are you doing about those things? And trust me, I am I am preaching to myself right now. Not that I'm preaching. Um, but we really do need to find that passion and tap into that energy. And then we're going to create the momentum that we need because it's really important to have something that 
fills you with energy. It fills your cup. And we can't fall in love with this good, good life and the work that we do and the relationships that we have unless we are showing up with a full cup. So I want you to think about that area or those areas of passion that you have, because in order to fuel some of this power within you, you got to have a picture. In other words, you got to have vision in those areas. I have another question for you. Are you willing to be the best for the world, not in the world, but the best for the world. You go past that point of being the best in the world. This, my friends, is the difference in success and significance. And in order to do this, I want you to think about the difference in your own personal success, which we need to strive for that. We need to be our best and have our goals. But then we want to go past that and have that significant positive impact on the world. And we've got to have a picture, a vision, because passion plus that picture that we have of being the best in, but then going past and being the best for the world, that's what gives us power. And I want to remind you all that visions are alive. They are that beacon across the water that says, that is where I want to be. And these visions that we have for our life, they evolve. They celebrate the best of what you are with that other favorite word I have, the potential of what you want to be. What do you want to be? You want to stop at the best in the world or do you want to be the best for the world? We want to leave this place better than how we found it, right? And then pictures or vision for our life and our passion, they beg for action. They make you want to go out and change the world. Don't we all want to change the world? And that starts by really changing ourselves for the best, really tapping into our power and our strength and our gifts and our talents and using them in this world. And we're going to touch on that in just a little while. But we got to have the vision. Passion plus picture is what gives us power. If, if we don't have that vision, that picture, then somebody else is going to draw it for us, right? I mean, what do you see? What's your vision for the areas that are running through your head right now that you're passionate about? What do you see happening? What do you see yourself accomplishing? How are you going to build that better relationship that you see happening? How are you going to really renew and refresh your marriage? How are you going to be a better parent and have that wonderful positive influence that really instills incredible values in your kids? What an honor to be a parent and what an incredibly hard job. What do you see in your career? What do you see in the areas that you volunteer? You know, how are you going to grow your own faith? What do you see in your in your faith walk? Well, I'm just throwing out different areas that you may be passionate about, but you need that picture. And then you need to see that there are limitless possibilities. Do you? Do you see that? Or is there something holding you back? What is it that you need to let go of in order to see clearly? 
Maybe there's an insecurity that you need to let go of. Maybe there are some negative relationships in your life that you need to get out of. Maybe you need to reprioritize and let go of some things that just aren't as important as you've been making them out to be. You know, what is it that's holding you back from really moving forward to that vision that I hope you are all painting in your head right now? Are you open for where this journey called life will take you? There's so many benefits to having vision. Number one, it gives you focus. Because if you don't have that picture or that vision, like I said, others will define it for you. But it also gives you that endurance that you need. Burnout really does not come from time. It comes from busyness with no purpose. And then when you've got a picture in your head, you've got peace. Nothing brings peace like really knowing where you're headed. A happy mind is a made up mind. Because I will tell you, everyone ends up somewhere, but only a few people end up somewhere on purpose. So we really want to tap in to all of the power that we have by having our passion and creating that energy and filling ourselves with that energy by putting that energy towards things that are really important to us because that passion plus the picture that we see in those areas is what is going to give us power to take action. We want to be people of action and we want to end up somewhere on purpose. All right. So let's talk about, since we're talking about power, let's talk about how powerful our thoughts and our attitude are. Now, I talk about this just sporadically, and it's kind of a, a common theme in most of my shows. And like I said earlier, I just do not think we can be reminded enough of our power in our thoughts and our attitude. Because it is so easy to start the day off. I'm going to have a great attitude. I woke up early. You know, I, the traffic was better today. I wasn't stuck in it. I got to work early. And then somebody there or multiple people in your office or, you know, at your organization, they're like, oh, you're not going to believe what they want us to do. And, oh, can you believe this? And, oh, so-and-so called in sick. So now we're going to have to cover for them. And it's like, oh my goodness, you just start spinning out of control. And that great attitude and those positive thoughts, they kind of go in the toilet and they get flushed. So we got to hold on to them, right? And I want to remind all of you that your mind is your control tower, our behavior is a result of how we think. I got another question. Where are you as a result of how you've been thinking? Because where the mind goes, the quote unquote man follows. Where the mind goes, the person follows. And where are you today as a result of how you've been thinking? It's a really important question to ask ourselves. I mean, I, I, I'm asking myself that. You know, what are those areas that I've let some negative thoughts creep in? You know, these thoughts like, oh, everybody takes me for granted. 
or, you know, no one ever helps me. No one ever helps me around the house. Nobody helps me at the office. Nobody helps me volunteer to do all this stuff. It's just always me. Or it'll always be this way. Wherever you have to go every day, not have to go, wherever you get to go, wherever you choose to go, whether that is your work or your church or your volunteer place, spending time with your family and your friends. And, you know, you walk away and you're like, oh, it's going to always be this way. We're never going to get along or they're going to always be that way. What about this one? Oh, I never get the credit I deserve. I mean, these are those thoughts that can creep in and they can creep in very quickly. And we need to really, really notice them. We need to challenge them. And if you think about all the examples that I just gave, they all have something in common. These are statements that involve absolutes, like, always, never, no one ever. These words, like something always, like they always take me for granted, that's not even a true statement. There are some people that might take you for granted, but not everyone always takes you for granted. I guarantee if you look, you will find a lot of people that appreciate you. I want you to know right now, I appreciate you. So don't let your mind go to this place because there's so much power in our thoughts. So much power. Our mind is our control tower. And we do act based on our thoughts. So don't always focus on the negative because when you do that, you don't leave any room for the positive. So catch yourself when you start having these thoughts and challenge yourself because in our mind, is where we decide our victory or our defeat. And this is why I wanted to open up talking about vision and picture. Because if we've got this great picture and we're taking small actions to get there, to get to that goal, to get to that end result, to have the outcome that we really see as possible, then we've decided victory. And like I said, passion is about doing things even to the point of inconvenience, right? So it's going to be hard. You know, there are so many quotes and sayings about anything good worth having is worth the work. It's worth the trouble. It's worth the challenges. So when we have some of these negative thoughts I want to give you some more questions to reflect on, on how you can really control those thoughts. So here's a question. Where will these thoughts lead me? And, you know, I asked you earlier, where are you today as a result of how you've been thinking? Are you active? Are you taking action? Are you setting goals? Are you seeing a picture for your life and for the different areas of your life, the different roles that you play? Or are you feeling defeated and deflated and almost just paralyzed in your life because it just seems too overwhelming and too daunting, and you keep telling yourself that. So where will these thoughts lead me? You all know I've talked about these automatic negative thoughts that creep into our mind. Ants, those automatic negative thoughts. we got to get rid of those ants. So here's another question you can ask yourself. Will these thoughts get me where I want to go? So kind of a different, a different twist on that, where will these thoughts lead me? But now, am I having some proactive thoughts? Will these thoughts actually get me to that vision that I have? And here's another question. Will these thoughts build me up or tear me down? 
you know, I say this a lot. We can either be a stepping stone or a stumbling block to other people with our words and our action. But turn that to you. Are you being your own stumbling block or are you advocating for yourself to be a stepping stone? So will these thoughts build me up or tear me down? Could I share these thoughts with someone else? You know, we've got to have people that we trust, people we can talk to. But if you have thoughts that you would just never speak out loud, you wouldn't share them, you you wouldn't want anyone, you shudder to think that anyone would know that you have these thoughts, then you have got to take those thoughts captive. And you do need to talk to people and share them because you don't want to just sit in your on in your own head and and have thoughts that are just too dark and negative to even share. You do not want to sit in that. So ask yourself, could I share these thoughts with someone else when you have some of these negative thoughts? And then the last question on how you can control your thoughts. And remember, we're trying to decide victory and not defeat in our mind, which is why we need our vision. Do these thoughts fit who I am as a person? Do you know who you are as a person? Do you know you were created by God for a purpose? Do you know that you are adopted into his family as a believer? Do you know your gifts and your talents that you personally have been given? Do you know your values? Have you ever just stopped to think about those questions so that you can know whether or not your thoughts fit you as a person? You know, we don't need to just spend time in what we do, but we need to spend time with who we are. We need to understand ourselves. So do you know you? We need to be defined by our victories, right? Our triumphs. And we need to reflect on that. So we need to know who we are. And then we can answer that question. Do these thoughts fit who I am as a person? Because if they do, then it's a good thought, right? You know, I know firsthand, personally, what I am about to share with you, and that is that disappointment is inevitable. It is unavoidable disappointment, but discouragement is a choice. If you haven't heard my little, well, it's not a little life story. Everyone's life story is huge and it's big and it matters. My personal life story um, was just a, a lifetime of health challenges. I got diagnosed when I was just eight years old with type 1 diabetes. And through the years, it caused all kinds of complications to my body. I was in a coma for a week once. I almost lost a foot. I've had major eye surgeries. I've got severe neuropathy in my limbs. I had pick lines for months. I mean, you name it, I feel like I had a lot of textbook complications from dealing with type 1 diabetes, but I never ever thought that I wouldn't come through all of these complications and challenges. And I know it had a lot to do with my attitude, with my support system, my family, my mom and dad were just incredible parents that supported me, helped me, but they also let me spread my wings and fly. And I'm telling you, 
this little birdie wanted to fly all over the place. I would enter any kind of contest that I could enter. I was a cheerleader. I was involved in everything at church. I did theater. I did oratorical competitions. And if there wasn't a contest for me to enter, then I would enter my pets into these competitions. By the way, I had a little dog named Honey that was a finalist in the nationwide Purina Dog Chow Search for the Great American Dog. Yes, everyone, I had a little celebrity dog. Um, But my point in sharing all that is I always thought, well, someone's got to win it. And why can't it beat me if I work hard enough and, you know, I put in the energy because guess what? I was passionate about that. I, I loved doing that. I loved living life and meeting new people and, and pushing myself a little bit. Um, but, you know, eventually the type 1 diabetes put me into complete and total kidney failure. So I was facing a whole new challenge and it was terrifying. I am not going to lie. But I, like I said, I'm very passionate about my faith and I had to surrender to God's plan, but I was praying one day and it flooded over me. Somebody's got to win it. I felt like at that moment, my whole life had really been preparation for this waiting that I had to do and and the compliance that I had to follow to the letter of all the doctors that were keeping me alive while I waited for this transplant. And so my attitude was everything in this. And eventually... I did win it by getting that call, receiving a double organ transplant. I I not only got the kidney that saved my life, but I also got a new pancreas that now produces insulin. It's been miraculous healing. I no longer suffer from type 1 diabetes. There's no cure for that disease. I no longer wear a pump. I can eat whatever I want to eat. I mean, it's just been a miracle. And I just share that again, if you've heard it, thank you for letting me indulge again. But for anyone new listening, disappointment is inevitable, but discouragement is truly a choice. And to have some authentic happiness, because, you know, we got to have our joy and joy is an internal state of mind. Happiness is more about our happenings, but we got to have the right attitude during our happenings that may try to steal that happiness. Um, So I want to give you a few pointers about attitude. We need to make peace with our past so that it doesn't spoil our present. And to me, this is why our windshields are so big on the car, because we need to be looking forward. And we have these little bitty rear view mirrors, right? We need to know what's behind us and learn from it and make some choices based on what is behind us, but we don't want it to spoil what is ahead of us. So make peace with your past so it doesn't spoil your present. And here's another thing that helps with attitude. What others think of you is none of your business. And it's really, really hard to not to not think about it. And, you know, that some of this uh, comparison living that we do, but it goes back to what I asked, do your thoughts fit who you are as a person? When we know who we are, we do not have to worry about who we are not. So what others think of me, it's none of my business. You know, I don't have to worry about it. I just need to worry about what God thinks of me. Well, and what my husband thinks of me. That's very important. Um, And then time heals almost anything. So give the time some time. That will help with your attitude. And another one is no one is the reason for your happiness except for you. So don't give other people responsibility for your joy. It's yours. You own it. And no one can steal it unless we let them. And don't compare your life. Don't compare your life with everybody else because you have no idea what their journey was about. We may see their glory, but we don't know their story, right? 
And then stop thinking too, too much because it's all right not to have all the answers. And smile. You don't own all the problems in the world. Isn't that a relief? Wow, that would be difficult. Um, we need to enjoy where we are on the way to where we're going. So I think uh, this is a great place to take just a short, short break, because when I come back, we're going to talk about some daily victories that you can have when you're thinking about all this passion and this positivity and what it gives you the power to do. So don't go anywhere. We will be right back after this very short break. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Are you ready to ignite your passion and purpose for life? Make sure you join Jan Jones each week for the Good Good Life podcast. Each week, Jan will share her expertise and insights into personal development as well as spiritual growth discoveries. From the challenges in the valleys to the victories on the mountaintops, Jan has persevered through all of them with unwavering faith and joy. Life is full of possibilities, and Jan wants to walk with you as you discover those possibilities and unleash your full potential. Rekindle the spark inside of you and rejoice in the good, good life with Jan Jones, where we will all love living and live loving. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit VoiceAmerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Welcome back to The Good Good Life with Jan Jones. If you have a question or want to share your story with Jan or her guests, feel free to join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now back to the show with Jan. Welcome back to The Good Good Life. We are talking about kind of refueling our life with our passion and some positive attitudes, right? I just went through a list of maybe some ways to help you have some authentic joy and happiness, even in those challenging times and seasons. Um, And now I want to talk a little bit about just winning some daily victories. So I love to use this acronym that I came up with a while ago, and I I think I've shared it before. In fact, I know I have shared it before, but again, I really think it is worth revisiting on how we really can win in our daily victories. So y'all know I love a good acronym and WIN stands for something. We're going to talk in this uh, last portion of the show about WALK in purpose, which is the W. The I is intentionally act and the N is for nourish others. Give me a W, give me an I, give me an N. We're all going to win. Do you feel pumped up? Okay. I didn't want to like bust your ears out because I actually said that pretty soft. I'm a loud talker, so it's hard for me sometimes. And for anyone listening who knows me personally, you know I'm a loud talker. I get that on us from my sweet, precious, loud dad. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) I digress. All right. Let's talk about walking in purpose. Do you show who you want to be in every interaction? 
That is tough. In other words, I want you to think about it like this, because the practice of your purpose makes productivity a certainty. And what I mean by do you show who you want to be? Look, we've, we've kind of touched on this at different points in today's show that we need to know who we are. We need to know our values and we need to really understand our own convictions. So if someone that didn't know you was observing you at any given point through the day, any given interaction, whether it's at the grocery store or at work or the gym or wherever you go. But if someone that didn't know you was watching you, how would they describe you to someone else? Oh, yeah, I saw this lady at the grocery store and she was so sweet and kind. Or would they say, oh, she was so short-tempered and impatient and, you know, we, we need to really understand our purpose and our overarching purpose, really. I mean, it is about love and sharing with other people. Because I will tell you, every single person plays a part in this life, in this world, you are necessary. And every part has an incredible purpose. I mean, if you don't do what you do or behave the way that you really want and should behave, then who else is going to do it? And it goes back to those passion areas, right? And the purpose that you offer to the world brings incredible value. So you have gifts and it brings energy and life everywhere you go. So look for your gifts and don't be wishing that you had someone else's because you are beautifully, wonderfully, fearfully, uniquely made. Um you know, one of my favorite quotes is that the meaning of life is to discover your gifts, but the purpose of life is to give those gifts away. So walk in that purpose and intentionally act. You know, you will never leave where you are until you decide where you want to go. And we talked about this earlier about everybody ends up somewhere, but only a few people end up somewhere on purpose. We've got to be intentional. We do not want to let circumstances or people cause us to act out of character. We know, we know, I know personally, there are people that can really push my buttons or there are certain circumstances that can really create a rise out of me. Um, and I'm, I'm not going to use this as confession time, but if I don't pause and really think about my intentionality and what do I want people to see about me? The real me or the one that got pushed in a moment and acted out of character and then later you regret it. So to be intentional, you won't have guilt or regret after an interaction or a circumstance or whatever life throws at you. You know, we don't want to look at every day as just another day and it's so redundant and I'm going to the same job and I'll see the same people. No, we want to make each day a day of abundance because we have so many opportunities at that same job and those same people, our same routines. I mean, gosh, isn't that a great thing to have some routine instead of just surprises all the time? But can you make each day a day of abundance and not redundance? And you can do that by controlling your thoughts, right? And creating that energy to find the passion for what you're doing on a day-to-day -day basis. I mean, we've got passion that we have for other areas, but what about the areas that you really are going to every single day? You need to show up with your cup 
full so that you can fill other people's cups and you can create passion and energy wherever you are. You've got to tap into what you're thinking about it and you've got to tap into that right attitude. You know, my daddy used to say, Jan, you need an attitude adjustment. And I didn't like to believe it at the time, but now I see he was probably right. And I hear him in my head a lot when I, when I just, you know, have some of those thoughts that creep in or something that pushes me that I may have like a snap reaction. That's not intentional. We want to be proactive and we want to be able to be intentional. We don't have to go do these things. We get to, we choose to, we're happy to. It is a good, good life when you can cut out the negative and focus and allow room for the positive, right? So, Maybe a way that you are more intentional with how you act is what if you look at everything as if it's the first time that you're seeing it or doing it? Remember your first day on the job or the the first day you took a step to reach a goal, that first date with someone that is now your spouse, and you were so excited and you had like, you know, some nerves and it's like, oh, what's going to happen and what am I going to learn and, you know, how are we going to connect? What if you look at everything as if it's the first time? are to really be deeply intentional every single day? What if you look at things as if it might be the last time that you get to do it or that you have the opportunity? Because if you knew it was going to be the last time, you would probably put all of your energy and effort, and you would be very intentional. I want to remind you all that today's decisions are tomorrow's realities. And to be intentional, we want to make the best decisions that we can, because there's a ripple effect for every choice that we make. I just shared about my uh, health journey, and believe me, that was very, very much the short version. But that statement of today's decisions or tomorrow's realities, my donor's decision to be a donor made my reality life. And he had no idea when that decision was going to be put into action And he had no idea who that decision was going to impact. But he was very intentional with his actions. And I am forever, every single day, so grateful that he made that choice and that his family supported that decision. So... Let's win some daily victories by being very intentional with our actions. And then the end of win is nourish others. Nourish others. I mean, if we cannot take time to be a blessing to someone else, then we may need to reevaluate our priorities. People truly do remember how you made them feel. They may not always remember your name or what your position was or even where you were, but they will remember how you made them feel. Think about it right now. How many stories do you have of someone 
that showed kindness to you or that lifted your spirits or, you know, made a difference in a really trying time or at at an appointment, uh, a a doctor or a nurse that just sat with you or that really helped you navigate a tough diagnosis. And for the life of you, you cannot remember their name right now, but they were wonderful and amazing because of how they made you feel in that moment. That transport person at the hospital that wheeled you all around from test to test in the wheelchair and was so friendly and, you know, had really uplifting conversation. Or maybe they helped to distract your fear and anxiety by sharing a little bit about their life or what they do or their family. I mean, these are just a few examples that pop into my head of people and how they make you feel, and you may not always remember who they are or what their name was, but they were a blessing to you. And you've probably got a lot of stories. That person that helped you unload your groceries at the grocery store. That person that saw you walking into a building with your hands full and opened the door for you. That person that held the elevator for you. The person on the plane that helped you get seated if you had a child with you. I mean, we don't know them, but we know they made you feel a certain way, right? In Mark 12, 30 through 31, it says, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. But the second is this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There's no other commandment greater than these. So nourish others. It's amazing what happens when we do things for people and not to them. I love what George Eliot said. He said, what do we live for if it is not to make life less difficult for each other? Mm. I think that is really a great place to come to an end today. And hopefully I've given you some things to think about. I know I've given myself some things to think about, but I just thank you and I appreciate you so much for joining me today on this Good Good Life podcast. And remember to give hope, to choose love, and to share kindness wherever you go. Until next time, I hope you love living and live loving. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of The Good Good Life with Jan Jones. We hope today was meaningful for your personal journey. We'll be back next week. Until then, continue to love living and live loving.